you're in uh, Copenhagen today? Yeah, I how, am. How is it? I've never been to Copenhagen. How is the weather? What's uh, what's it like? Well, today it's it's sunny and it's semi-warm. Uh, well, actually, considering the, the time of year, it's not that warm. But, but, but <laughs> in comparison to yeah. the last couple of months, uh, it's it's been quite nice today. Okay. Yeah, so, um, so it's nice. Okay. And where are you at? I'm in Toronto. I guess if the hot dogs had been, like, live, you would have been able to come by and, like, hang out and uh, check that, out the city. That would, would have been great. Mm -hmm. That would have been great. Yeah. But sadly, uh, that's not how things are at the moment. No, it's not. Uh, next documentary, yeah. we'll have you come out. for. How about that? Right. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, but let's talk about this current documentary. Yo. Welcome to my summer lair. I'm your host, Sammy. High score, Yunnan. One of the most iconic Superman images, and you'll often see it recreated every Halloween, is Clark Kent ripping open his shirt to reveal the super duper S logo underneath. <laughs> you can practically hear that Superman theme song from the movie right now, can't you? It feeds into the myth that heroes are all around us, at our work, in our coffee shops, in our churches, but every so often... They suddenly see a dare-to-be-great situation, and they're inspired to rip open their shirt to no longer be Clark Kent and to go off and be a super hero. As depicted in the documentary, Kim Cannon Arm is mostly Clark Kent, an unassuming member of Copenhagen society. However, he's going to attempt something superhuman. He's going to play the old-school video game Gyrus for a hundred years hours. Hence the title of Cannon Arm and the Arcade Quest, currently playing at Hot Docs Film Festival. The Docs director Mads Herdegaard, who hails from Copenhagen in Denmark, visited my summer lair to discuss the Arcade Quest, who Kim Cannon Arm is, and how video games are perceived in Denmark. But first, oh... First, we gotta start with Karsten's mustache, which, if you haven't seen this doc, yet you've seen the movie Tombstone, then you know what kind of fantastic mustache I'm talking about. Facial hair dictates your fate. The bolder your facial hair, the bolder your fate. So, I want to start off with a kind of an odd question. Do you miss Karsten's mustache? He ha He shaved it off halfway through the documentary. So... Yeah. It was a great mustache, and I'm wondering if you missed it as one of his friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I do. <laughs> I still do. <laughs> I thought it was such a great mustache. So uh, I was really, I was so surprised. I couldn't recognize him the first time I saw him without it. And he'd cut his hair as well. Mm -hmm. uh, he just looks so different. He looks different in the film, but I, as I remember it, he looked more different in real life. So... So uh, I was really surprised, uh, and I thought that the look he was rocking uh, before that, I, I just loved it. Um, yeah, he looked cool. Uh, so tell him to yeah. grow, tell him to grow it back. Um, yeah, yeah. But you had a great line. 
for what ended up happening was when he cut it off, and you mentioned the hair as well, the line was yeah. to better fit in with all the conformists on the other side of the arcade window. Yeah. So how would you describe the nonconformists that are inside the arcade or in the shed in your case? Well, it's, it's people who, who are really passionate uh, about uh, what they're doing and, and what they do, at least in their spare time, mm-hmm. <laughs> is play arcade games. And they're really passionate about that. And they're like, they're, they're, um, uh, I guess you could call them geeks or nerds. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's okay because they, they, they um, uh, call themselves that with, with uh, like proudness in their voice. That they're really, um, I think they enjoy their, um, like how they look and, and they really enjoy the games they play and and they enjoy that they have a space together, a com- community that allows them to to have a, a, a cool mustache or a funny <laughs> a silver mullet or a weird looking beard or, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they, they really enjoy, um, it's more than enjoy, they really appreciate that community of and the openness in in the community that they've created that they can be themselves without feeling that they have to blend in or fit in with with people looking like you and I who <laughs> maybe looks a bit more normal if 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 um, if you could uh, could put it like that. Um, yeah, so so I think that's that's how they feel about it. Obviously, I'm uh, I might not be the right one to ask, but but that's my impression, and that's what they've been telling me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, because it's interesting in your documentary, Ken and Arm and the Arcade Quest, you have mm-hmm. some classic American footage of like the fear and the horror of video games from politicians yeah. and scientists. And uh, right. even pinball games were illegal in many American cities, even in New York City, for a, yeah. a, a long period of time, either because of gambling yeah. fears or, as you said, the loner wow. activity, which is the opposite of what you're talking about, which is this community of cool weirdos, right? Exactly. So did Denmark have similar fears? I know growing up in North America, that fear was mm-hmm. heavenly prevalent and it was a lot of like video games are going to ruin <laughs> society yeah. kind of things. Yeah. Uh, we've seen that yeah. with like pot, with rap music, those same kind of fears. Did Denmark right. have similar fears with video games? Yeah, I think it's the exact same in in Denmark back then, especially. But also, I think it's it's still a bit like that now. Mm-hmm. And I th- I thought that will, that will, that's actually why I put it in the, there. There's a line where one of the psychologists uh, are saying it's such a loner kind of activity playing arcade games. Yeah. And I think to many people today, they, they think that uh, as well about people maybe not playing arcade games because that's basically such a niche right now, but, but playing uh, video games online and stuff like that. I think many have that impression that, oh, they're loners, they're just sitting in their rooms being online all the time, but but I think they're failing to understand that the community online is 
just as tight and and good and 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 stuff like that as a commun- community uh, in 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 a physical space. Um, that that's my opinion, uh, at least. Uh, so so yeah. To get back to your question, it, it was very much like that in in Denmark uh, as well back then, and also in the 19s and uh, and uh, and five and ten years ago. Uh, there's been so much talking about how how games ruin people people's lives and you get anti-social and and stuff like that Uh, (laughs) the end of society as we know it exactly yeah (laughs) that's crazy so yeah your documentary is called cannon arm and the arcade quest what is Mm -hmm. the quest well the quest is um kim cannon arm who's uh decided to uh set out uh on a journey and then try to uh conquer the world record in marathon arcade gaming uh so he he wants to um to play his uh favorite arcade game which is gyros he wants to uh to play that for 100 hours mm-hmm. straight and and that's really the the quest he sets out to uh to try to uh, achieve or or what uh, i'm not quite sure if that's correct in english but <laughs> um <laughs> that's good um, yeah it's fine yeah yeah so is this a documentary about dreams or is it about hope or are those the same thing um that's a good question actually uh, i guess it's more or less the same thing um it's I, I would say the documentary about is about dreams and the hope to achieve those dreams mm-hmm. and and what it takes to uh, and, and and the guts it takes to to uh, follow a dream that might be like playing for a hundred hours mm-hmm. uh, consecutively is is crazy but 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 nevertheless he he uh, he tries to do it and and sets out and and is determined to do it and and the same goes for for his friends in the film as well because that, that they're an, an integral part not only of the film but also the record attempt in itself because he might be the one standing at, at the machine but playing for all of those hours but but he would wouldn't be able to make it past uh, 12 hours if, if if he didn't have those guys around to help him out and support him and motivate him and uh, set out uh, strategies beforehand and, and stuff like that. So it's just as much their record attempt as it is Kim Cannon arms. Yeah, and give him toast. Don't forget to give him toast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And exactly. And what you're talking about too, with terms of like the guts, um, and mm-hmm. like having the courage to basically do this. In the doc, right. you are the narrator, and you say that we all need heroes. Um, you yeah. actually even played the song from Footloose, holding out for a hero, uh, throughout yeah. the documentary a couple of times. So, mm-hmm. what makes Kim, Kim Cannon Arm your hero? His humbleness, I think. Um, first of all, I I I really love that. He sets out to achieve such a crazy, crazy thing as this, and and he's so humble about it. 
Um, so that's one thing, but also his persistence uh, of because he, he's tried to achieve this goal before, mm-hmm. um, and, and he just doesn't give up. And that goes for his arcade uh, game playing as well, because um, he started way back, like in the late 70s, 70s uh, he started playing arcade games and he, and he's never stopped, <laughs> even though it went out of fashion and and everyone uh, got their PCs and and and, uh, and playstations and what have you. He, he just kept on playing his the, the the games that he loved and 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 it didn't like um, like he enjoyed that and 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 decided that I'm not gonna switch just because the fashion changes. I'm gonna keep doing what I enjoy. And I, I really, really appreciate that. And, and uh, I think that's a, that, that's a huge thing to, uh, to do. And speaking of appreciation, you had another great line as the narrator. You said mm-hmm. all the superhero movies may be due to a lack of superheroes in real life. Yeah. Would, can you elaborate on that? What did you mean exactly? Mm, I think we've. Uh, I think in our modern lives, uh, I think we we're being bombarded with so much information, and and that's not. I'm not opposed to that, but but I think it's a it's a fact of life that we're just being bombarded like news channels 24-hour news channels and uh, obviously the internet with mm-hmm. all of those uh, opportunities and uh, smartphones and what have you we just <laughs> bombarded all the time um, and and I think that that makes it difficult to focus on one thing or one person and I think it, it makes us a bit more fragmented in our attention span, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I think we have a tendency to forget that uh, we really need to uh, focus on one one thing and uh, just uh, being present, basically. Um, and and that I think that makes it difficult to uh, for heroes to exist in real life if that makes sense because i think there's a um, what's it called um it's called um yeah i i can't remember the word right now but but it needs a bit of focus or a lot of focus to concentration yeah yeah exactly and and I think we we lack that in 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 modern lives. So we we're just all uh, like we're onto the next, onto the next, onto the next. Mm-hmm. And I, I I think to appreciate acts of heroism, <laughs> you can't do that if you're constantly moving and constantly trying to on the lookout for the next new thing or or whatever. Yeah. You can't multitask and save Thanos at the same or defeat Thanos at the same time. Exactly, exactly. Do you have a favorite uh, superhero movie? It could be the Marvel ones, it could be DC, any of them. Do you have a favorite superhero movie? Um, 
Like from the Marvel universe, I, I really I like the the first uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I that's my favorite. I have I haven't seen them all, uh, but that's a good one. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, it is. But but I think my my favorite movie, uh, like uh, uh, sorry, uh, superhero character uh, is Batman. Actually, so that's DC. But mm -hmm. but uh, I really like that the counts. the. No Sorry? That counts. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I really like the Nolan films, but I, I really uh, liked Batman before the Nolan films. Like, I, I, I really enjoyed the comics and, and, and the cartoons and, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then keeping with uh, the idea of like, Batman has a community. Obviously he has Robin, he has Batgirl, he has other characters with him. I want to focus mm -hmm. on uh, uh, your... Your documentary in Canon Arm and the Arcade Quest, uh, Kim Cannon mm -hmm. Arm, he has a tribe who holds strategy meetings. They would have over drinks, yeah. right? They were determined the best way to kind of help him succeed. Yeah. And you alluded to this already. Where like, yeah. you know, they're like, maybe we give him caffeine pills, licorice pipes, <laughs> like right. similar things right. to like figure out how we could play a video game for a hundred hours. Did they do yeah. something similar for you for your film? Did they kind of help give you strategy film or strategy meetings and kind of give you feedback, anything like that as you were filming? Uh, like for me personally, yeah. Uh, um, um, no, I don't think so. I like I I talked to them about how a record attempt usually because because Kim has tried it before, mm -hmm. and and uh, so so obviously I talked to them uh, about okay uh, how does this work this whole thing how do I go about it so it. Uh, it wasn't like meetings, but it was more like in talks, and they told me about how how it went uh, the other times they'd done it in the past. Um, so I got some some uh, some tricks and then some uh, some good advice, but 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 not in the same way as they do in the in the film, where they're like uh, like really strategizing and <laughs> almost planning a, a heist. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you've said this already, but I'm I'm surprised that like you're not a video game or not a video gamer or not as into video games as much as your friends and that community that you filmed, because right. think before you were a director, you wanted to be a stuntman. Isn't kind of like uh, video games the same type of danger? <laughs> That's a very good question. Um, uh... Wow, I haven't thought of that. That because yeah, I wanted to be a stuntman when I was a kid. Um, I don't know if that's the same as <laughs> as playing video games. I've I, I've never thought it, about it that way. To be honest, uh, maybe it is. <laughs> um, maybe it is. Uh, I I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's a very very good question <laughs> all right well i'll leave that and then i'll talk about your previous uh movie which was a short called skull fracture or yeah, yeah. Are, aren't you or aren't you rather young to be writing about memoirs and that short also dealt with memories and community with a lot of family members um mm -hmm. canon arm and the arcade quest echoes similar themes what is it about memory that you find fascinating and like worth exploring well, um, I think um, I think I've always been fascinated by and driven by like um, 
philosophy and ideas and stuff like that. And, and that was what actually started uh, the, the Skull Fracture film was I was I was thinking about memories and then, wow, that's uh, pretty uh, <laughs> heavy and, and uh, dry. So, <laughs> so, so I decided to, to uh, explore it in a way in, in a film and, and see what memory is or, or at least try to make that experiment. Mm-hmm. So I think that 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 was where the interest came from, and then I just found it very interesting working on that film uh, with the whole memory thing. So so I think it's just a very like a personal interest of mine, and and I thought it fit very well into the canon um, and the arcade quest film as well. Mm-hmm. So I decided to to continue the the exploration in a a very different setting with some very different characters. Yeah, both of them are like talking in a weird way about leaving your mark on the universe, right? Yeah. In Skull Fracture, it was like a a short note in a library book, I think it was, that you took out. And in like Canon Arm, obviously, which is video games, the basic one is everyone who gets a high score gets to leave their three initials, right? (laughs) On uh, an arcade game. So it's like, it's interesting that you're like, focus on this idea of like how we make a mark in this universe. Um, and then the hope and the dream that we have the ability to do that in different ways. In Kim mm-hmm. Cannon Arms case is obviously playing like a video game for a hundred hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think, um, I, I think to me that's, that's, it's Kim playing for a hundred hours and setting that record and breaking the old one and, and stuff like that. That's like the, 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 um, very concrete part of it and very little part of it and and then there's the whole how do we leave our marks in other people and how do we um uh, i can't remember the the exact line in the film even though i wrote it myself <laughs> um but but i'm talking about how how you uh, the best um I can't remember it now. Like how 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 the best way to leave a mark is by uh, by leaving someone missing you. Um, yeah, I remember the line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's not the correct line, but but something to that uh, effect. Um, and I, I think that's that's the main thing of the whole thing, like the whole film, and and leaving a mark on other people having people appreciate you as who you are, no matter uh, how you are. Um, so when you're gone, people will, if they do miss you, if they, they, if there's a longing in them after your way, uh, after you've gone, uh, and that doesn't mean necessarily dead, but, but also like old friends or anything like that, then you've left a mark in another human being. And I think that's the most important thing. If it obviously it could be a, a very bad mark, but, but I'm talking <laughs> about it in a positive yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, let's focus on the positivity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so Canon Arm and the Arcade Quest is playing at Hot Docs. And I know this is just coming out, uh, but what do you have planned after this? 
Are you going to work on a feature? Um, or uh, Yeah. Uh, at the moment, I'm working on a feature film and I'm working on a uh, feature length documentary as well. But that one, the documentary one is kind of secret. So I'm not allowed to, <laughs> to talk about that. Okay. So uh, the, the, the feature I'm working on um, will hopefully go into production late this year. Um, and it's a it, it's a thriller set in the Stone Age. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, so a, a very modern film set in in the Stone Age six thousand years ago. Um, yeah, All that's. Right. Uh, <laughs> you did mention like uh, the Nolan Batman movies. I guess that's some of the Nolan influence, right? You like to do something ambitious and kind of a thriller. But, uh, I haven't thought about that, but that's probably very true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, there you go. You got a few things to think about. So yeah, Canon Armory yeah. Arcade Quest is playing at Hot Docs. Uh, mm -hmm. Thank you so much for taking the time to like hang out and uh, talk about uh, these cool weirdos. Uh, we talked about Batman. Uh, we talked mm -hmm. about uh, your community and uh, mm -hmm. leaving a mark on the universe. We covered quite a bit, I think. Oh, and Carson's yeah. mustache. I forgot. We talked about that at the beginning. Yeah. True. True. <laughs> Thank you, Sammy. Thank you for taking your time. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Have a good day in Copenhagen. Yo, that conversation with director Mads Herdegard about his documentary, Cannon Arm and the Arcade Quest, was fascinating for two reasons. One, to hear that Denmark has similar ungrounded and irrational fears of video games as we do. What? I grew up in North America and our moral panics from like weed to rap music to comic books seducing the innocent, they all tend to be stifling and deeply insular. This wasn't the case with video games. It turned out to be a popular and global moral panic. I didn't know. And the second reason is community. Kim Cannon Arm's community is fantastic. It's a legit tribe and a highlight of the documentary. They love him, support him, and adore him. Like, they uplift him. Any dreams in this life are only worth achieving with your tribe, or for your tribe. The people who got your back because an arcade quest is long and it's not always smooth. I don't know why the criticism of video games is being a loner. That's so far from the truth. And uh, <laughs> speaking of the truth, what's the statue of limitations on coin fishing? Nothing I did per se, but I sure benefited from it. Back in the days of my reckless youth, there was a quick stop convenience store, a kind of quickie mart behind our high school. They had an Indiana Jones pinball machine, which is still one of the greatest pinball machines of all time. It's the GOAT of pinball machines. They had NBA Jam, along with Mortal Kombat, and of course the classic, Street Fighter 2. In hindsight, I probably violated a number of loitering rules as well. Somebody in our gang, it felt like a gang, we were a bunch of loud, sarcastic punks. I mean, if we're going to be honest with each other here, we couldn't be cool if we went out on a fall day without a jacket. But still, somebody in our gang had the X-Men mutant ability to coin fish. This is when you tape a long string to a quarter 
or loop a string through a small hole in a quarter. You lower the quarter into the slot ever so gently. Like an all-black dressed Tom Cruise in the first Mission Impossible movie. Don't make a sound. And in the slot that receives the quarter, you deftly flick up your wrist. Dunk the quarter like a chicken nugget in barbecue sauce. You do this enough times, you can fool the machine into 50 free plays for the price of one quarter. Now that's a good deal. It's incredible how simple <laughs> the 90s seemed. If you have a chance, check out this doc playing at Hot Docs. Cannon Arm and the Arcade Quest. I'm sure other festivals coming up uh, will probably be hosting it as well. In the meantime, reach out to me and tell me what your favorite old school video game was. I'm willing to accept pinball games as well. Let me know at My Summer Layer. You can let me know at My Summer Layer on IG, My Summer Layer on Twitter, and My Summer Layer on Facebook. What's your favorite old school video game? Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to me in a Pac-Man world. Tari, yo.